0: Thank you for your akbar. words. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you A shed and a shed أشهد <تصفيق> أن محمد رسول الله <حي على الصلاة>
1: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة فكشف الله تعالى به الغمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين من ربه اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد الرحمة المهدا وعلى آل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى أصحابه وعلى من تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق توقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون الله عز وجل May the peace and blessings be upon his beloved Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa and upon his family and companions in entirety. We ask Allah azza wa jal on this blessed day of Friday to liberate our souls, to liberate our souls from any attachment that steers us away from his pleasure. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our hearts with the nur and guidance that's needed for us to be agents For change in our reality, in our times. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to see a great awakening for the Ummah of Muhammad in light of what's happening in Gaza and in other parts of the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring much goodness to humanity and to the Ummah of Muhammad by way of it and through it. Allahumma ameen. And as we've been praying and we always will pray, insha'Allah, for our brothers and sisters. In Gaza, we ask Allah Azza wa to give them faraj and to give them acceptance and to give them strength and to make their hearts firm, to accept their shuhada, to be with every grieving mother and father, to be with every orphan, every young person in there that's facing heartache and trauma, to be with every injured person, displaced person within Gaza or outside of it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to rid the earth of oppression and corruption and those who perpetuate it and perpetuate violence and transgression against humanity without justification and without reason, without regard for the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. Ama ba brothers and sisters, we have been for the past period on emotional and informational overload of everything that's coming out of Gaza. And we've been managing and dealing with these emotions within us and without us. Taking advantage of whatever is at our disposal and in our capability to do to support our brothers and sisters there. To learn from the lessons on the ground in Gaza, what is Gaza teaching us and the rest of the world. There's no doubt, brothers and sisters, that this stretch of time, even though it's not very long, will leave an imprint on humanity on every single one of us until the day we leave this dunya. There's no way that we could forget what has happened in this situation in Gaza as an ummah. We should never allow that to be a reality. We should never allow ourselves to sleep back into the modalities of the pre gaza time. No, we need to awaken as an ummah. And we need to do something with this emotional and informational overload. This needs to be a road map for change for us, a beginning, something that sparks a, a, a light within us as individuals, as ummah, in the way we operate individually and as a community. We've spoken about how this, what's happened in Gaza, is actually a test for the conscience of the world, not for them. The people of Gaza, they've passed their test. They've showed us another path as an ummah that it's not about how much money you have, how much power you have, how strong your military is, it's not about these things. There's something more powerful in this dunya and that's the nafs. When it's built on proper foundations, that's what we learn. We begin discussing how that path to change looks like. It starts from us looking within. And certain spiritual realizations within us developing. What are the struggles of the ummah today? What has happened to the ummah of Muhammad today that has led to such great weakness that we see? That we are able to protest, we're able to donate. But we're not able to cause immediate change. In fact, the powers that be show us that The Ummah of Muhammad with its powers and its states and nations need to wait for the green light for something as simple as food and water to get in to our brothers and sisters in Gaza. What has caused this colonized mindset to develop within us as an Ummah? This is the works of many years. It didn't start with Gaza. It's not going to end with Gaza, brothers and sisters. What has led to the dismantlement of Muslim societies? The erosion of values. What has led to seeding corruption in daily life? These are big questions that we need to reflect on now as we're searching for change as an ummah as individuals. Brothers, taqaddamu ila al-amam, if lakum, any space you see in front of you, please fill it so that everyone can find a place to sit in the masjid. Brothers and sisters, when we look at the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu with the eye of hope, looking for real change. We realize that the collapse of Muslim society came about when people were stripped of their will, not their freedom. The freedom was part of the process, removing freedom from society and liberty from society, oppressing oppressing people and subjugating them. That was part of the process. But when did Muslim society actually collapse? When people lost their willpower To seek change, give me a piece of bread and let me be happy and content in my own personal private life and I'm good. Whatever happens to the rest of the world, let it happen. Whatever, And we see this attitude manifest even in Gaza. Keep them in their land, don't send them over to us. Don't export the problem. If you want to kill them, I'm not going to stop you, just kill them in Gaza, don't bring them to Sina, don't bring them to Jordan, kill them there. I'm not going to stop you, do whatever you want, just don't bring the problem to me. This, this weak mindset, brothers and sisters, is something that we need to assess and we need to, we need to modify, we need to rekindle a light of courage within the hearts of the Ummah Muhammad sallallahu What is the biggest crime that the colonizers have committed to the Muslim mindset? The fear to speak out. Losing dignity, stripping us of dignity, corrupting education and the sources of knowledge Spreading propaganda Corrupting religious messaging, creating a divide between people and the sources of guidance Putting people in positions of religious influence That don't truly represent the message of the Prophet The beauty of the Prophet The courage of the Prophet Brothers and sisters, this is the frame of mind we need to be in right now, as we're searching for change. And right now, it's Black Friday, right? It's Black Friday. We haven't, these realities of dunya have not disappeared. They're still there. What are they they doing to me? How can I gain this strength? There's one scene that I wanted to reflect on from Gaza. That really touches the heart. It really touches the heart in demolishing the things that really weaken us, brothers and sisters. What causes us weakness? It's something inside. It's something inside the hearts, brothers and sisters. That scene that I'm sure most of us have seen, a peaceful, intimate scene, away from the bom- bombs and fighting, from Gaza, and it demolishes All of the falsities of dunya, all of the deception of this world and and what it contains. That father holding his daughter, getting ready to say goodbye to her. And it's so difficult for him to come to terms with. We see the emotion, but we see amazing strength and peace within his heart. That father, he's holding her, He's putting her under his chin, and he's rubbing his chin on her. That father is kissing her, opening her eyes, kissing her eyes, and then saying about her, أول subh The first one that comes to me in the morning and in the afternoon. bidha Anything she wants, I get it for her. And then he says right before he puts her in the plastic, and he covers her up. He says, "Ruh ruh, this is ruh ruh. This is the soul of my soul, brothers and sisters. This is a very powerful scene from from Gaza. Ruh, ruh Many people have shared it. Many pictures about it out there, brothers and sisters. Every person who has a daughter can relate to this. If this is not enough to demolish dunya and all of its deception within the hearts, what is?" It's a wake-up call for every single one of us who has fights on our minds, struggles, fighting with Fulan, taking Fulan to court, cutting off Fulan in a, in a spiteful divorce here, right? Cutting off ties there. This is a wake-up call for every person. What am I allowing to stress me? What am I allowing to distract me? What am I allowing to weaken me, brothers and sisters? We learn from the people of Gaza. You know, if you ever feel that, that you feel just like you're so heavy and it's so difficult to, for you to move around. You might be medically okay, but you just feel like you don't feel the energy to deal with life and its problems. Everyone gets there at certain points. You feel like dunya and its, all of its fakeness is weighing you down. Remind yourself of this scene, this peaceful response to death this is what this father who probably didn't know it at the time he was in the middle of nowhere just saying goodbye to his daughter and he probably wanted a video to remember her this is the truest reality of dunya this is why our Prophet said min, min remind yourself of this brothers and sisters when the shaytan has caused so much seeds of corruption in your family. Brothers and sisters cutting each other off, parents and children, or extended family or whatever it is, remind yourself of that. There's a moment when I will leave this dunya, and the feuds and problems and stress and anxiety that's weighing me down, will not matter. This is what Abu Bakr anhu said, when he said, إِحْرِسْ عَلَى الْمَوْتِ when he said this to Sayyidina Khalid al walid you could understand this in different ways. But one of the ways that you could understand it is rid yourself of toxic attachments, toxic worldly attachments, and you'll be given a new sense of life. Allah the Quran tells us this that there are people who walk about on this earth that are dead. Right. Walking about on this earth dead. Their hearts, their souls are lifeless. But then we find that if the person is able to emerge from this darkness with the nur of Iman, it's characterized by what? The veil's been lifted. I'm no longer deceived. I'm keen on what really pleases Allah. That's why Sayyidina Ali, he also teaches us. this This was the practice of our Salaf in general. The verses of the Qur'an call us to this. But there's this beautiful conversation that Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib had with his nafs. A good reminder for all of us. As you know what, the Black Friday deals on Amazon, on whatever department store you go to, they're still there. 50% off, 70% off, 40% off. Mish'arifib, brand names, get this, get that. Buy this, I need that, I want that. All that is still there. Sayyidina Ali teaches us, look at all this in the face and realize, hey, guess what? The people of Gaza don't have any of this, and they're more full of life than everyone who has all of this and more. What did Sayyidina Ali say? Ya dunya, ya dunya, abita amlita hayhat, hayhat, he said as he was talking to his nafs. Oh deceptive life, are you really coming to me? Are you really desiring me? He said, go try to deceive someone else. Sayyidina Ali, he says, your life is short. Your life is very minimal compared to the na'im of the akhirah. Your risk is major. This dunya, the small time I have here can ruin an eternal life in the akhirah in Allah's jannah. And then he says, after that, the journey is difficult. The path is lonely, but realize this, realize this. There will be a point in time when this father will reunite with his daughter in jannah. There will be a point in time when every single one of us will be with underneath the ground, entering a new reality. A reality if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us to be from the people of Jannah, a reality that has no animosity, no envy, no arrogance, no fighting. As Allah ta'ala speaks to the reality of Jannah, no nonsense in Jannah, no lies in Jannah, no feuding in Jannah. I need to remind myself of these realities, brothers and sisters, and emerge from the deception. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In the akhirah, there's two realities. One reality of unimaginable, unimaginable punishment and the other one of undis- indescribable na'im and rida and acceptance and pleasure from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he says, this dunya is the pleasure of deception. As part of my iman and aqeedah. There is a certain sense in dunya that I need to be very careful of. They categorize hubb-dunya, love of this world as they translate it, as the most corrosive disease. It is the core of all diseases. In what sense? Of course I need to understand. Being in this dunya is min ni'amillahi azza wa jalla alayhi. It is of Allah's immense blessings that I'm part of this marvelous kingdom of His. In fact, when I count the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they go back to three. Ni'mat ijad Ni'mat al-Imdad, Ni'mat irshad These are the three fundamental blessings we enjoy as Muslims. Being created and being given rizq and sustenance and then being given guidance. No, the, the dunya is one of Allah's marvels and miracles. But how can it be a disease of the heart? It is a disease of the heart when it becomes toxic worldly attachments. How can I become liberated, brothers and sisters? Brothers and sisters, we've been talking about the liberation of Philistine for decades. Our generation, our parents' generation, and our grandparents' generation, liberation of Philistine. But in actuality, Gaza teaches us Philistine is already liberated. In the realm of reality, it is liberated. Because liberation comes from the soul. That's what liberates it. We don't need to wait for the European Union or for Spain to say whatever it's gonna to say to recognize a Palestinian state. It goes back to this. There are people who are is- enslaved by their dunya. And there are people who are liberated by their souls. Ya Allah, that's the reality of it. Enslaved, that's why our Prophet Sallallahu tells us, Ta'isa abdu dinar the slave of the dinar and dirham has truly failed at life. A true failure at life is not someone who hasn't been able to get ahead in terms of their house and their car and their assets and their businesses. A true failure at life is someone who's lost his soul in the process. Brothers and sisters, if we want to see a change in the Ummah of Muhammad Wasallam, it goes fundamentally by this. We need to liberate our souls. Once my soul is characterized by truly seeking Allah's pleasure, truly removing ego, truly fortifying our connections with each other, wallahi, wallahi, the power of the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will not be able to be challenged by any force in this world if we're able to do this. That's the reality. The whole mindset of colonization and the nation-state reality that we're in is coming from this. Tafarroq, Tashardhum, cutting off ties from country to country, even from region to region and city to city. It's coming from the weakness of the soul, brothers and sisters. This is the premier lesson that we should take away as we're going seeking change. For ourselves and for the ummah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to liberate our souls and to remove all those elements of toxicity that blind the soul, the sinfulness, the aggression, the hawa, the whims, the desires. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove from our families, our friendships, our interactions, any sense of dunya that weakens us and weakens our force. اللهم آمين اللهم آمين وآخر أن الحمد لله رب العالمين الله أنتم قنونا بالإجابة الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد أشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqu wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghadan wa attaqu allaha inna khabeerun bima ta'amaloon Amma ba brothers and sisters, the rallying call for the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam right now, something that every single one of us can do. The rallying call for the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam should be awakening the soul, liberating the soul, breaking out of everything in this dunya that caused the weakness in my life that I see. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every page of the Qur'an calls us to this. كَلَّا بَلْ تُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَةَ وَتَذَرُونَ الْآخِرَةَ كَلَّا إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to these fundamental realities in our lives. He says, you prefer the immediate and you delay the akhirah. He says, human beings tend to transgress when they what? When they start seeing, I have this, I can do that. I have power over this, I have a say in that. This should be a wake-up call to every oppressor and every person of power. There was a point in history when Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab and Umayyah bin Khalaf thought the power was in their hands and they thought they had the upper hand. But then they were left in the trash bins of history. Every person of power should consider this and reflect on this because there's going to come a power when all the, a point when all that power goes away, disappears. Brother, brothers and sisters, when we look at ni'mah as a concept, Wallahi, the people of Gaza are people of great ni'mah. The people of Gaza are a people of great ni'mah because Allah has given them something that really awakens the soul. That's what we should be looking for, brothers and sisters. Look at this. There's a verse in the Quran that tells the people of Quraysh they had a big blessing. <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to a people that lived 1,500 years ago. Generations ago in the history of humanity, they had this immense blessing, it was called Muhammad.
0: Sallallahu alayhi
1: wasallam This fundamental blessing was among them And Allah describes him as a ni'mah here They say ni'mah here Ni'mat Allah is ni'mat Muhammad He was between them Sallallahu alayhi wasallam He says, and they have brought such despair Regret, ruin upon their people When we read this ayah فيهم, We should really take it to heart as an ummah right now, as we're seeking something greater for us and for people, for Muslims all across the world, remember this. Allah will not punish them while well, you're among them. I need Muhammad sallallahu in my heart. I need the nur of his legacy in my heart. The nur of the Quran, I need it in my heart. It needs to outweigh everything else. And once I'm able to achieve that, then that's when... I will truly be the most powerful force in this existence. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala awaken our souls. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make what's happening in Gaza. A pathway to real change for the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala make what's happening in Gaza the beginning of demise for the forces of corruption, oppression and transgression. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala make it the beginning of their ruin, the beginning of their end. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala not give them strength ever again after it. May Allah give them disgrace in this dunya and in the akhirah for their transgression against humanity and their transgression against people of innocent people. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to free Gaza, free Palestine. Liberate it in alam al-dunya as it's been liberated in alam al-haqiqah. Allahumma amin Allahumma amin Allahumma for lana, wa wa afina wa aafu ومن امته منا فامتوا على الاسلام اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا آخرة واجعل خير عملنا خواتمة واجعل خير ايامنا يوم نلقاك فيه وانت راض عننا امين امين واخذنا الحمد لله
0: الا <تصفيق> الله, الله. اشهد ان محمد. لا إله
1: إلا الله استقيموا يرحمني يرحمكم الله الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين أهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين <تصفيق> ثم لا ترونها عين اليقين ثم لا تسألن يومئذ عن النعيم الله غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين
0: آمين
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ويل لكل همزة لمزة الذي جمع مالا وعدده يحسب أن ماله أخلده كلا لينبذن في الحطمة وما أدراك ما الحطمة نار الله الموقدة التي تطلع على الأفدا انها عليهم مؤصدا في عمد ممدده الله اكبر سمع الله من حمدا Allah,
0: Allah Akbar
1: Allah, الله أكبر Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.
2: Assalamu alaikum wa just three quick announcements. Inshallah. The first one is next week, Friday, December first at three thirty. There's going to be a children's march for a ceasefire in front of uh, Congressman Pascrell's office. Just so you guys know, out of the federally effect- elected officials in New Jersey, I think there's 14 of them. Only one has called for a ceasefire. So if you have not reached out to your federally elected officials, please do so. Uh, the second one is on Sunday from 12 to 6, there's going to be a fiqh 101 uh, full day intensive. That's $20 inshallah, it's gonna be an ICPC Clifton. That will include lunch and the cost of the book as well. Now the third one is something uh, inshallah is cool and you guys will like it. Uh, we have now an Apple TV uh, channel, uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, it's called ICPC Connect. So if you, on your app store, whether you have uh, Android or Apple, Just go to the App Store and put in ICPC Connect. This is basically going to be a repository for all the content that we have. So all the khutub, all the classes, things like that. Download it, this is kind of a soft opening. Then email info at icpcnj.org with any comments that you guys have, any suggestions. We're looking forward uh, to hearing it inshallah. Jazakumullah khair.